I was listening to uh, one of my tech podcasts, and uh, in the members-only paid after show, one of the hosts told a story about a lizard in his garage. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. People are paying for that content? Um, just, I just want to point out here, given the way the economics of this podcast work, technically we both pay to listen to you already talk about lizards in your garage. (laughs) So just want to make sure I'm getting this right. You're now paying twice. Oh yeah. 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 You, You can't, you can't ever have too many lizard tips. They're they're serving those on the food truck down the street. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> Lizard tips. Get them while they're hot. Next on the Great Food Truck Race. Hi, toddlers! Welcome to Talking to Todd, a weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson and Todd Prenz, where failure is always an option. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Todd. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. Hot. Uh, it's it's hot here. Uh-huh, it's uh-huh. yeah yeah. How hot is it? Uh huh. <laughs> Uh-huh. Well, it was a hundred. It's it was a hundred today. It's cooled down to eighty eight. It's hot. It's really hot. Oh, that's cute. That's cute. Hundred. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> I remember what it used to be down to a hundred. Good times. <laughs> uh, undisclosed location heating up on you there, huh? A, a little. A little bit. A little bit. Um, you know, just terms of uh you know record breaking um when you start seeing terms like since records have been kept <laughs> you, oh, you're Lord. like oh oh that's cool that's awesome yeah that's that's not the kind of history we we want to set but you know that's that's fine that's that's fine it's a it's a dry heat so when the asphalt melts um it 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 doesn't I, I, don't, I don't know at that point. Once the asphalt starts melting, I don't know that it matters that it's a dry heat or not. Um, maybe maybe if it was a wetter heat, the asphalt would just stick together longer. Maybe maybe that's what we're missing is some humidity. I mean, <laughs> actually, this today it did. I mean, it cooled down a little bit. It only was up to 100 and, um, 112, um, but it got a little muggy. The uh, I looked this afternoon, it felt a little muggy outside and the humidity had spiked to 8%. And I was feeling mm. a little, it was like, mm, it was a little sticky. I should probably go in. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, welcome to the weather corner here on Talking to Todd. Uh, no guest this week. We will go straight. Let's go straight to feedback follow-up. Updates, uh, no voicemails this week, but, um, did they all get routed to spam? <laughs> they, <laughs> we found hey, hey, uh, toddler 17. We did find your email. It, it had gotten routed to spam. Sorry, man. Anyway, which, which by the way, one, we had nothing to do with. And, and that, that is not us making a, that's not us making a value judgment on, on his feedback. However, if I were you, I would write a strongly worded uh, a strongly worded letter to Mr. Google and uh and and object to the way that uh, such feedback is being treated by uh by by the Google system. Maybe if maybe if we hadn't taken away their $22. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. You know what they've had it in for us ever since then. Uh so send us follow-up f- uh feedback whatever. You can send your feedback to feedback, we think. You can send your feedback to feedback at talkingtotod.com. Oh, you can send it. There's no problem sending it. 
now, whether, whether, whether it goes to the intended place seems to be a problem. But you can send it all day. We we do get every voicemail at uh, uh, 515 also CPA. That's 515-257-6272. Uh, toddler number one. This is this is actually more follow up than it is feedback, but um, a- after we talked about the pirate's first baseman um, and his errant play against Javi Baez and hilarity ensuing, did did you see what happened? He uh, he he may have been demoted. <laughs> he did. <laughs> yeah, uh, r- rookie. Rookie first baseman Will Craig demoted to Indianapolis. <laughs> I mean, granted, other people got healthy, and he probably wasn't a long-term solution at first base for obvious reasons for the Pirates. <laughs> but anyway, as soon as we talked about him, you know, maybe actually while we were talking about him, he was busy getting demoted. There's there's a there's a question. We need a ruling. On the whole, does it count if you're in a state or not rules? Um, We flew into Ireland, got off of the plane, not through a jetway, but walked down the steps and onto the tarmac and across the tarmac and then even rode a bus to one terminal to the other in Ireland. Okay. While we did not we did not leave the airport property, but we did do more than just step outside the doors, which was your example, and then come back in. Count it? Don't count it. So you need a ruling on yeah. if that if the tarmac of an airport counts. Okay. I would say just if if you haven't gotten to go, uh, if you haven't gone through customs or gotten to meet a, a border agent, <laughs> um, you you haven't, especially at an international airport, um, you you haven't you haven't technically entered the country because as long as you're on the tarmac, you're still in some sort of weird, uh, weird limbo. Now that said, I was thinking, however, I know that you, I know that you did, however get to buy a glass of Guinness in in the airport in Ireland, which does feel like the most Irish thing you could do. But given the fact that you were talking about all of the empties that were just lined up going down the jetway and apparently still even on the plane, um, you know, again, a very, a very Irish thing to do. It, yes, yes. So, so that one feels like I should give you more credit for. But I, I would say this: if 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 I did ha- if I had done that, I I wouldn't have counted it on my list. But but I'll you know whatever. That's you know I guess that's you know what you know what we should do is we should probably talk to Tony Larusa and see what the unwritten rules are around this. Were you up by more than four runs when you were on the tarmac or not? That's gonna be the that's gonna be the ah, case here. Yeah, sh- sure. Yeah. Well, that yes, that makes yeah. sense. Right. Total sense, right? For the re- f- yeah. For the record, Amy does not count it, so okay. we have to go. We need to go back to Ireland. Okay. Um, and uh, la- lastly, the last piece of feedback from toddler number one. Um, stellar entertainment, there, guys. You you spent the entire episode counting. So for the so. I mean, like, I'm, I'm trying not to be defensive here, right? <laughs> Take the feedback, absorb the feedback, yeah. let the feedback roll off. All I was going to say was, in my entire life, some of the best entertainment I have ever had and some of my most cherished entertainment I've ever had are shows that taught me how to count. <laughs> Admittedly, they involve Muppets. <laughs> And, and, and Fargo, and in Fargo, North Dakota. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not not us, but um, you know. <laughs> well, so this okay. So this, this is really this good, of, though, right? This is this is look. Stop it with the counting, and we've also gotten feedback of stop it with the visual gags. So you know what we're doing is we're just we're eliminating what this podcast shouldn't be. 
Although if we had a visual gag about counting. (laughs) (laughs) One one visual gag. I was going to go one sports story, two sports stories, three sports (laughs) stories. (laughs) (laughs) Kevin, we're going to get sued. So just go ahead and pull the form out now. Yeah, it's it's okay. It's PBS. They don't have any money either. <laughs> no, but Sesame Street's got that HBO money now. So oh, that's oh yeah, that's yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. They got oh, they yeah. got got to watch out for the HBO money. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just thinking back to PBS. <laughs> Next blood drive is going to get very awkward. So listen with with a monthly donation of six dollars, you can get the tote bag and a VHS tape of of some of our earliest shows. But if you can punch, if you could just, if you could find your way to donate up to $8 a month, what we call the vindictive level, we can sue those sons of bitches on talking to Todd into the Stone Age. <laughs> <laughs> and your tote bag says, don't F with PBS. can you put that on a mug we can we can put it on anything you want for two bucks it's fine fine. oh (laughs) i'll teach you how to count one million in damages two million in damages three million in damages not because you used it, oh, but because you oh. were so bad at it. <laughs> oh. um, speaking of non sequiturs, speaking of uh, putting things on mugs and, and tote bags and stuff. Yeah. Yep. I found, long story short, I found a place that will put our, a t-shirt company that will put our logo on the front. And then put names and numbers on the back. Okay. For for our toddler numbers. Really? Yeah. Like they're so they they'd be like baseball jerseys. So Amy would get one, Lisa would get two, Greg would get 17, Sarah would get negative 18. Uh, I would I think I would get 98 because I do 98% of the work. Yep. I still haven't figured out what your number is. You know, I don't know why, but the thing that popped into my head was double zero. And I'm not clear. (laughs) I don't even know why that's funny. My gut just tells me it's funny. (laughs) So if you are, if you have any interest in a custom talking to Todd t-shirt, we we may be placing an order at some point. I, I don't I don't know. We'll see. Because what I need around here is more talking to Todd swag. As long as it's not a hat, we're good. The hat's yeah. the problem. <laughs> that's that's true. Because I have I have yes, hats are a problem. <laughs> as as is well established. Let's see. Uh, other feedback from Sarah. She did also notice some bold editing choices in last week's show. <laughs> uh, she 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 thinks her total is still under thirty for states. That was the only state feedback that we got. Okay. Um, she was very happy with your reaction to uh, tricks being for kids and that story. That was exactly the reaction she was <laughs> looking for. The the oh. only thing the only thing that would have that would have probably made that better is if you would have gone full Ron White before before the punchline with this line. I told you that story so I can tell you this one. <laughs> and she also last last but not least we started brainstorming a list of inappropriate songs to play in hospitals. Okay. All right. So, so you can, you can jump on board here, particularly in terms of a colonoscopy still haven't found what I'm looking for by you two. 
Also, baby got back. So, so I did. I did get some feedback from uh, from from listener Jesse in Las Vegas uh, around this topic around music, uh, inappropriate music. Um, his his wife is uh, is in healthcare and was one of the uh and due to that was one of the earlier people uh, uh works in acute in, in an acute facility so was early on in the uh vaccination uh rollout um mm-hmm. that was being that was being given to her by her own colleagues that work in the hospital and he informed me that they had a bit of a sense of humor about it because this was pretty early on so when you walked in, when she walked into the room to get vaccinated, you had to walk past the crash cart they had located in the room. And the song they had playing was another one bites the dust. No purposely. And they were singing it while giving the, uh, the, in the injections. That's, that's a, that's a, that's a tough work environment is what that is. So. Oh, nice transition there. Uh, I didn't. Did you have any other feedback besides Jesse? Hi, Jesse. No, I did not have uh, no other feedback. I I did have a bit of uh, follow up. We talked. Was it last episode or two episodes ago where we talked about the NCAA and uh, the women's world uh, World Series uh, softball tournament? Well, I know we had that conversation, but I'm not entirely sure whether or not we released it. Oh, okay. okay. So just to just to catch people up, um, the short short version. Plus, we know not everybody listens every week. The short short version is the NCAA. <laughs> totally, <still>. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, at the. Uh, NCAA championship softball tournament in Oklahoma. They started games at like almost midnight in a facility that doesn't have showers and then forced the players to roll out before 9 a.m. the following morning to make sure that they were COVID free. Did I kind of sum that up? Yeah. Yeah. That was, I mean, that was, that, that all kind of came out. Um, there was a game that's, that there was, games that started as late as 11:58 p.m. uh that that ended at 2:18 local time and then they had to play an elimination game the next day um yeah and there was there was some other uh, some of the players after after you after you play a game at and get done at 2:15 in the morning you don't get to sleep till 4 a.m. then you have to get covid tested in the morning and then you have to play an elimination game the very next day and there are some people that were upset about that. Um, so the the just as a follow up, the the NCAA has announced that the softball committee is quote soliciting feedback on scheduling adjustments that could be made. They are actively discussing and soliciting feedback on adjustments to the schedule in Oklahoma City, and will continue to uh, continue overall review and advancements to women's college world series to ensure an outstanding student athlete championship experience. One of the coaches said, had had some feedback. The, the coach from Oklahoma had had some, uh, had some general feedback and her feedback makes the pro the problem is even worse than we had even talked about. So, in the in the men's college world series at in Omaha, teams have days off. They put breaks in. They get massages. They oh yeah oh yeah. state of the art facility. Oh yeah. yeah yeah it is. So so the so the women's world series, which was held in the USA softball complex. So this is home of Team USA softball, but. The schedule is such that there's no days off, so you just have to play straight through. Whereas the men actually have rest days included between between games. But I guess reading this, um, the men's game get instant gets instant replay. The women's game does not. Um, the shower thing, I believe there are showers in the facility, but I think only enough for 
I'm guessing two teams, but they play they play like three three games at a time. So there's there actually isn't enough locker rooms. Forget showers. There's so she said we deserve a better bracket, better timing. We deserve instant replay. We deserve locker rooms. We deserve showers. This is where things start really going off. We deserve batting cages. They have to go find their own batting cages. What? Otherwise, our teams are going to stand out in the hot sun taking batting practice in one cage on an open field. So they they provide one batting cage for all of the women's teams to use unless they want to go call around, find a high school and go get their own batting practice in. So anyway, yeah. We we undersold how much the NCAA hates women. <laughs> and now they're soliciting feedback. And I keep thinking, right? When it was the when they screwed over the women in the women's basketball tournament, the man, the Mark Emmert came out from the president of the NCAA and said, "Just ask us for what you want." And the answer was the same thing you do for the men. Now the women are getting the women's softball players are getting completely screwed over, and they're soliciting feedback on what could we do better. And it's the the answer seems to be the same. You know what you do for the men? How about we just do that? Anyway, let's let's start let's let's start there. Oh. Meanwhile, meanwhile, Emmert got his contract renewed, so yes, you know, so he's all good. seems to be right with the world. Yep. Yeah, he's good. Good, good job, Brownie. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I like our laugh track. I didn't think it'd work, but it does. It really does. <laughs> so, so what else we got on here? Oh, hey, we got nominations for idiot, idiot of the week. Oh, um, bring it. This is this is this is baseball edition because you need idiots. You know what? We've already taken care of the NCAA, so let's move on to Major League Baseball. Okay, <laughs> middle of June. It's got to be baseball. Yeah. Okay. So, do you remember a couple of weeks ago? Oh, this also goes back to the Pirates that a Pirates rookie. Uh, Cabrian Hayes hit a home run and was called out because when he ran the bases, he missed first base, touched second, touched third, touched home. The opposing team appealed because he missed first base. They called him out and took the home run off the board. And you're thinking, well, well, the rule must be the rule, right? You got to touch all the bases for this to count. Not exactly. You're you're telling me that because similarly, a Royals player missed home and they called him out and took the run off the board. Yes. Yeah. So that's the rule, right? You, yeah. That's... You, Nothing you can it's do. It seems stupid. Uniformly applied. It's a dumb rule, but you got to touch all the bases. It's the except, bare minimum you got to do. Yeah. Except unless you're the Houston Astros. Houston Astros second baseman Jose Altuve hit a home run that looked like that hit and bounced off the foul pole. And the he made it to second base. He thought it was a home run. Because it hit the foul pole, which, of course, as everybody knows, if it hits the foul pole, it's fair. It's fair. It's the fair foul pole. Right. For reasons that are not clear, the umpires on the field, however, ruled it a foul. So he left second base. And maybe it was close, right? They couldn't figure out whether it hit the pole or the, I don't know, whatever. Anyway, he made it to second base. The umpires ruled it foul ball. Then there was time, and the officials reviewed it. And this time, which was the only time in the history of baseball that the uh, video replay actually got the call right, and they said it's a home run. However, they then told Altuve, "Yeah, you don't have to go. You don't have to go back and run the bases. You, you're fine. Just just go in." So he made it to second base. He never touched third, never touched home, and the umpire said, eh, it's fine, whatever, 
it's 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 a rule like I, I don't know whatever so once again uh major league baseball consistently inconsistently enforcing whatever the hell rules the umpire decides they want to enforce that half inning however <laughs> that was my runner up for the week oh really yes because normally we like to we like to award multiple awards. There's plenty of idiots a week to go around. So maybe maybe they get co-first prize. But the one I was really impressed with was Tampa Rays pitcher Tyler Glasnow. This does this ring a bell? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So he's a pitcher and he was diagnosed with a partially torn torn ulnar collateral ligament and a flexor tendon strain which for a pitcher is bad because that's how you grip and throw the ball. And in his press conference afterwards, he went off on major league baseball. Oh yeah. Blaming them because major league baseball has basically looked the similar to the way they did in steroids in the late eighties and early nineties. Pitchers have been basically using anything that they want, including full table saws, um, Elmer's glue, um, whatever they want to, to doctor the balls and get better grip. And major league baseball has finally said, guys, there's a rule. You're not allowed to do this. And they came out and said at the beginning of the year, they said, we're going to look into this and the players didn't take the hint. They just kept using it. So finally this last week, major league baseball, that tells you how bad the problem is. Major league baseball actually felt like they had to address it and they don't address anything. No, no. Yes. In, in June. I yeah. mean, it's not, you know, we're going to study it. We're going to, we'll put together a committee. We'll, which they're famous for. Yep. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, the warning they issued preseason apparently had no effect. Zero, zero effect. So they finally come out and said, you better knock it off. And if you don't, we're going to start suspending people. Now, this isn't a new rule. What they said was, we are going to start enforcing the rule that has been on the books for decades. Right. 10 games. Yeah. Tyler says he didn't use, he didn't cheat. Basically what he is saying is he, he didn't cheat for one game that injured him. And it's major league baseball's fault that he got injured because they told him he had to stop cheating. And my thought is, <laughs> this is like your accountant embezzling from you for years and years, just to steal, flat out stealing your money and buying themselves like a really nice boat. And then, and then you come and say, stop stealing my money. And your accountant goes off, how the hell am I going to maintain my boat if I can't steal your money? Do you know what this is going to do to me and my boat? How selfish are you? Think about me. I need to keep stealing. Oh, my God. It's a, it's a great analogy. Oh, how, my God. How, how dare you make me stop stealing from you? Oh. The idiot... The, the the first the, I mean I don't know the first part is is I mean coming out and bl- blaming blaming baseball for it is pretty bad but basically saying I was cheating and then I stopped and not having, and now I'm hurt and not having any self awareness that that statement makes you look bad <laughs> post hoc ergo propter hoc anyone anyone know post hoc ergo propter hoc Dozen lawyers in the room. Nobody knows post hoc ergo propter hoc. That was a pretty good episode of the West Wing. <laughs> Thank you. So anyway, there you go. I, you know what? I have to say though, given the way, the, given the given the, the the first nomination and the second nomination, like Tyler deserves Major League Baseball, and Major League Baseball deserves Tyler. <laughs> I mean, we we typically say there are no winners. Everybody's a loser and idiot of the week. But I, I think that. Oh wow, that is that's that's a fantastic nomination. I 
I was and and we, I was we, I was speeding even... I was speeding in the stolen car. I passed a cop, so I slowed down. And by slowing down, I wrapped the stolen car around a around a street light and and injured my arm. Had you not enforced the speed limit and just let me keep speeding in a stolen car, I would have been fine. That's on you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let the kids play. Uh huh. Yeah. Sure. All right, what do we got? What do we got for topics tonight? Okay, so topic number one. I think you're going to enjoy this. This was this could have gone into some feedback, but uh, but listeners uh, Don and Vaughn were over at our house uh, for a for a cookout, and Don said, "I think I got some content for you." I said, "Sure." So, um, they were they were. Uh, Oh yeah, they they were at an event similar. They they do they went to an event, you know, similar to things that you sort of arrange, and uh, you know, at those events there are vendors that if you write your name and phone number and stuff, you can win a prize, right? And so they filled out their name, and anyway, they got contacted by somebody and said, "Congratulations, you won a prize," which includes uh, they they got some product, and it also included three nights at a luxury hotel. And they sent them the list of like, I don't, I don't remember, maybe like 50 properties that were luxury hotel locations that they could stay at locations such as Hawaii, Lake Tahoe, uh, New Orleans, um, and Spirit Lake, Iowa. luxury destinations uh-huh yeah yeah and and he told me the name of it the the place at lake tahoe there were two places at lake tahoe and they're nice so don was just saying hey todd <laughs> is whatever is in spirit lake iowa as nice of a property as these two properties in lake tahoe or this property in hawaii <laughs> or this property in new orleans and and I had to say the Iowa Great Lakes. Oh yeah, you're gonna love Arnold's Park. So <laughs> I like the Iowa Great Lakes, Okaboji, West Lake Okaboji, East Lake Right Spirit Lake. I it's it's really nice. We've vacationed up there before. There are lots of things to do. But no one, and I mean no one, is going to confuse it for Lake Tahoe or Hawaii. <laughs> that doesn't mean it's not nice or right, fun right, right. or for, for the surroundings upscale. Yeah, right. But... <laughs> I mean, Spirit Lake. Spirit Lake is known as the Honolulu of uh, of, of Northwest Iowa. It's on all the brochures. I'm telling you, Aloha. <laughs> <laughs> A big sign when you leave Min- when you leave Minnesota and cross the border. Aloha, welcome, welcome to Onkaboji. Well. Well, it's on both sides of the signs because aloha means hello and goodbye. Right. Well, you save money because you get the bulk rate. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And again, by the <laughs> way. Jesus. So they come into Spirit Lake? Sorry. I think it was booked too popular. Um, I think they had I think they had to settle for Hawaii. Uh you know what? At, at this time of year, it is too popular. <laughs> True. That's that's a free that's a free night in December. <laughs> you get three free nights. One is in December, one is in the second half of January, and one is in the second half of February. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. Read the fine print. Read the fine print. <laughs> the room was free, dude. Come on. This <laughs> This free room brought to you by Spirit Lake Chevron. Spirit Lake Chevron for all of your gas needs when you come here multiple times. 
Let's see what else we got. Oh, oh yeah. This one, when I put this one on here, I said, this is, this is going to be a huge hit. This is, this is going to be massive. The, uh, the Guinness world record holder for the soccer player who has played for the most clubs in his career announced his retirement. Now, this isn't one of those things where he played like until he was 60. He's he is 44 years old and he is he until he retired, he is he was playing and actually playing on a first division team in Uruguay, which is is a it's a it's a decent league for South America. Um, they they produce some 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 footballers. So he he has decided to retire at the age of forty four. How many clubs do you think the world record holder for professional teams who retires at forty four? How many clubs do you think he could have been on in his career? Okay, so let's say he started playing professionally when he was sixteen. Okay, so maybe maybe twenty eight years. I, I I don't know. It's got to be a world record, so this must be a big number. Thirty. Holy, you're getting better at this. You were getting better. Like this is why we keep doing this. In twenty six seasons, he played on thirty one clubs. <laughs> wow. He played. I'm, you know what? You'll take that. Heck yeah. And you were the closest to the actual retail value without going over. With a, hey, price is right rules. I even won there. <laughs> so Sebastian El Loco Abreu played in 11 different countries, including Uruguay, Argentina, Spain, Brazil, Mexico, Israel, Greece, Paraguay, Ecuador, Chile, and El Salvador. And in 851 games, he scored 432 goals. <laughs> Holy cow. Yeah, that's what I'm saying is this isn't this isn't like one of those guys that was like, oh, he just he he he's you know just he, hanging on. He's just he's, hanging yeah, on, just, right? Like yeah. he scored in more than half of his games. Well, sorry. Whatever, right? Uh on average. On average. Yes. He also he also represented Uruguay in two World Cups and helped Uruguay win the 2011 Copa America title. So, um, anyway, 30, 31 teams. Can you imagine? Like, I'm just thinking his room in his house that has the jersey from each club that he was part of looks like your hat, <laughs> looks like your hat rack. <laughs> I'm wondering if his wife did that. Like, like maybe that's what, you know what? I bet you that's why he had to quit. Because he was looking at joining Club 32, and his wife said, I've told you, 31, 31 jerseys is enough. If you get a 32nd <laughs> jersey, one's got to go. And One he's like, of these okay, has got to, there's a okay. limit. Yeah, right? Like, we've run out of hooks <laughs> for all of these jerseys. They're game-worn, and you haven't washed them, and they smell, and this is getting out of hand. No more jerseys. <laughs> I got to be honest. I, I wasn't aware in the last 26 years that 432 goals have been scored worldwide in soccer. <laughs> so that's, that's <laughs> impressive that this one guy did it. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, <laughs> so you and I both had this next story. <laughs> Yeah, I got this story from Sarah. And and I found it I found it on my own and we we separately flagged it for this show which tells you I think we're honing in on the kind of content that actually works which is actually very depressing given the story but but Dwayne do you want to go ahead and uh, do you want to go ahead and, and take this one? Headline NBC's ultimate slip and slide halts production following explosive diarrhea outbreak on set. So yeah, I'm just thinking the headline writer who got to write that at people magazine was like, look, this is no prax. And, and this is, this isn't going to win me. This isn't going to win me like a, uh, a Pulitzer, but I have been dying to write this headline for years. 
the health and safety of everyone on our set is our number one priority. So out of an abundance of caution, we've made the decision to stop production at the current location. <laughs> so, oh yeah, oh yeah, cuz 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 we get we got multiple teams working on that. <laughs> uh, well, and just looking at the story, so uh <laughs> To determine the problem, water on set. And by the way, if you're producing a show called the Ultimate Slip and Slide, let's be honest, there's a lot of water on set. Like oh, yeah. there's a there's a lot of water. Um they they had the water on set tested by a third party lab, and um the samples from the well, the pond, the slide pool, the water truck, and the restroom sinks all tested negative for uh Jardia. However, Additional testing found it in the set surrounding area. And according to a person with knowledge of the production, reportedly that, quote, up to 40 crew members fell violently ill, experienced an outbreak of awful explosive diarrhea, some collapsing and being forced to run into the porta potties. And I'm thinking, at what point, how many crew members? have to run to the porta potties before the director goes, yep, all right, that's a wrap. <laughs> Apparently the number is 40. 35 won't get it done. 10 clearly won't get it done. Um, in addition to the third-party health lab, testing was also done by the Los Angeles County Department of health, Public Health and the Ventura County Public Health. The health agencies did not immediately return a request for comment. My guess is they were indisposed. <laughs> so what went through my mind, and I know there's people thinking like, oh, please just stop talking about this. What went through my mind when I read about 40, ca- 40 members had to run to the porta potties? The only place I've been that has had the, the place, let me put it this way, the place that I have been that has the largest number of porta potties in a single location I have ever seen is when uh, was the couple of years that I was on Ragbri, one of which you were you were with me, right? Yes. This, I, and I'm just I'm trying to think back. This was to support ten thousand people, and I don't remember there even being sort of forty porta potties set up in the campground at any given location. So my thought is, I'm just I don't I don't know how big of a cast they have, but I'm sure when when you go to film something, you're like there's probably some union rules about how many porta, porta potties you have to have for the cast member. And the only thought I was reading through this was, I don't know how many they had, but I can guarantee you they had a hell of a lot less than 40. <laughs> my so my favorite ragbri Porta potty story though is your cousin Andy. Do you remember this? No, I don't think so. <laughs> your cousin Andy needed one before we were pulling out of town, but the Kaibo guy was too efficient and had loaded them all up, and so he's running after the. Hey, hey. Hey, Mr. Kaibo man, <laughs> because he needed one before we took off out of town. And at that point, they were more porta than potties. <laughs> yes, they were. <laughs> oh, because he had to get them loaded to the porta potty. The Kaibo man had to get them loaded up so that he could get them to the next town so that they were ready when all the bikers come through. But uh, Andy, <laughs> Andy really needed to go. <laughs> oh. Oh, yep. There That's we go. Right you price. know what? Yeah, I was going to say. So we've we've managed to. We're, oh, fine. We'll get rid of we'll, we'll get rid of the visual gags. We'll get rid of the counting, and now we're just straight to uh, toilet humor. That's. <laughs> I sense feedback coming. I I sense feedback. I I, I send some notes coming from the network. <laughs> it's not my favorite kind of story, but it's a strong number two. <laughs> that's that's what it is. 
All right. Um, what 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 are you watching this week? Uh, we are. Um, so we're we're still watching Loki. It was week number two was very good. Continue to recommend, but um, in an homage, I guess I don't know. A couple of weeks ago, you talked about something you were literally watching as opposed to something you were watching on television. Last Friday night, Amy and I went and played in a couple's golf outing. So I got to watch Amy play golf. What am I watching? I'm watching my wife play golf and actually enjoy it to the point where she says, you know, these shoes aren't all that comfortable. I probably need to get more shoes. I need to get a different pair of shoes. She's not lacking in the shoe department, but she does not have, you know, we're going to make this transition into her interested in golf as easy as possible. The next day, she got a new pair of golf shoes. So, you know, we're, 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 we're ready to go. We're signed up for the next couples league um, coming up in July, but what am I watching? I'm I'm watching my wife play golf and enjoy it. So there you go. Well, there you go. I you put me in a bad spot because if I make any snarky comment right here, I don't have to deal with you. I have to deal with her. So, um, <laughs> good story, Dwayne. <laughs> Thanks. I also not for nothing um, called over to Legacy this morning because I was thinking about us playing golf when you come to town. They do have rental left-handed clubs. Excellent. Excellent. Do they, so, I, I, do, do they also have six dozen rental golf balls? I have a bucket of golf balls for you. All you really need to bring is tennis shoes. You may not even need a golf glove. I may even have a golf glove for your hand. In fact, I think I do. Yeah. There you go. All right. Look at that. So, but you can also get that in the pro shop. Yeah. All you really need to bring is tennis shoes. I got everything else. I got it all covered. Perfect. You know, here's the thing. If we record it, we can write off the golf round. Oh, that is true. At that point, you can pretty much write off the entire trip. Yeah. Yeah. I, I am going to charge you for staying at the house. <laughs> <laughs> at these luxurious environs. I honestly I it's, can't believe that Chateau Johnson wasn't on the list that of luxury hotels that Don and Yvonne got. It's it's been referred to as the Spirit Lake of Norwalk. <laughs> <laughs> None of this is gonna air. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe some of this is gonna air. We'll see. You know so what? If you're if, interested, if if you if, think this would be a good idea, let us know. <sighs> How about you? What are you watching? Um, we are we're just we're we're wrapping so we we haven't we haven't started anything new. We're we're still we're still working through all the same stuff. Um, including we're close to finishing season two of, uh, for all mankind. Um, I, I do have to say that, uh, and this one came from, uh, came from Yvonne. She talked about it and her comment around season two of for all mankind is I would like a little bit more space in my space program. <laughs> and after she said that I started taking notice and I'm like, saved a lot of money in season two on CGI. A lot of money. I mean, season one, season one was, there was a lot of stuff in space. A Mm -hmm. lot. Season two, it feels like the, uh, the, the budget pendulum swung the other way. (laughs) Again, we're not done with it, 
and and some of the space scenes they have are incredible. I mean, absolutely incredible. But I do agree with the I could use a little more space in my space program. All right, let's see. Oh, what 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 did what did I learn this week? Um, yes, what did you learn this week? So early, <laughs> Dwayne's like, yes, please just move on. Um, early on. Uh, about this time last year, I believe. So early on in the podcast run, uh, one of my uh, twills was referring to an app that I use that connects and gets the readings from the blood pressure machine that I use to to check my blood pressure, right? Yeah. And I described the insanity and rage-inducing steps that it just it never connected and you have to... Like, Right, which, uh-huh. which I found ironic that you're trying to take your blood pressure and 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 the damn app just won't ever work, right? So it's no wonder your blood pressure's through the roof. But okay, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. it was yeah, fine until yeah, yeah. I started yeah. using this app. So apparently, somebody at the company figured out that their app had a problem and decided to improve it. And what I learned is. Again, this is sort of like last week. I didn't learn the right way to plant a cactus, but I did learn the wrong ways. What I will tell you is this company did not learn the right way to build an app, but they found a new wrong way to build the, this app. So okay. I will give them credit. The problem I had where it, it, almost, it took forever to connect and it was you, you had to basically do like a up, down, left, right, BBA, like whatever series of motions you now open the app and it starts syncing without doing almost anything at all so they fixed it they fixed the problem and you're like that's awesome however the the design must have been you know that one thing that doesn't work fix that but everything else that does work Trash it and make it as terrible as possible. (laughs) So what the app now does is when you open it, instead of just going to the syncing or the reading, it pops up and tells you what your blood pressure was the last time you took your blood pressure, and it won't go away unless you acknowledge it. Okay. Then it presents you with in the last three days or the last week, your trend is up or down. And you have to dismiss that before you can okay. even get to just pull it, just just pull it into the app. Now, mind you, this is a blood pressure machine with three-inch LEDs that tell you what your blood pressure is. So when you take your blood pressure, you look at the machine and it tells you what it is. But you have to click through multiple screens before it will start syncing. And while it tells you what your last one was and maybe what some sort of weird trend is, and then it tries to upsell you on their service because they can they can help you with less salt or I don't know, whatever. <laughs> what you really want to know is I just want to see a graph over time, up, down. How does this look? The old one yeah. had that. This one, you have to tap three separate buttons to get to the graph. And once you do that, the graph will show you no more than three readings on the graph at any given point. Punch in, show me a week, three readings. Show me a month, three readings. Show me a year, three readings. What you can helpfully do, though, is turn your phone sideways three readings and start scrolling. You can see the graph three readings at a time. Scroll three more readings, scroll three more readings, scroll three more readings, scroll three more readings, scroll. Yo, no, 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 nope, nope. Yeah. You're, you're like, can you pinch to zoom or anything can like you that? Pinch to, yeah. Give me a little two fingers to the, the Google map. Use two fingers. Yeah, to, none no, of that works. No, nope. No, no, no. Nope. It Correct. uses all of it. And no matter what you do, 
Um, no matter how much history you pick, you can see three readings on a graph. The graph never changes. Helpful. Which to me, again, they fixed the problem. But it feels to me like what they said was, you know, if we take that away, people's blood pressure is going to start to go down. And then they're not going to need our machines as much. So what could we do that would enrage them as much as humanly possible? I know. <laughs> Let's get the data. So what they used to do is you could almost never get the data. But if you get the data, you could see the data. What they've now said is you're going to get the data. Can you see it? Oh, hell no. No. I mean, we'll tell you what the last one was. Do you want to see more than that? No, no, no. I'm going to need like four hours after getting done with this podcast to take my next blood pressure reading just from explaining that. <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> what did you learn this week? So I didn't realize exactly how much we were going to talk about foreign substances and baseball earlier in the show. Yeah. And the thing that I wrote on the rundown was foreign substances, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because I went down a Gaylord Perry rabbit hole this week. Okay. All right. Because foreign substances were in the news. Yes. Who better in baseball history to define foreign substances than the author of me and the spitter Gaylord Perry, right? Right. No, no famed hall of fame career based on throwing. Maybe, maybe theoretically. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. But he will if also I, say, if I did it, because if I did it, it would be wrong. But if I, but this is how I would have done it, which I didn't because that'd be cheating. But this is what I would have done. And this is, this is exactly what it would have looked like which I didn't because that, because, because I don't want to be a cheater, but I maybe did it, but not really. He got, he says he got as much mileage out of people thinking he was going to throw it as actually throwing it right now. I don't know. Now is the ball going to, what, what's it really going to do? Is it not? Yes. And is he throwing it at this time or not? Or right. So he got as much mileage out of that as as the other but the thing that i learned that he was involved in the pine tar game oh really okay was he he wasn't the one that served up the home run was he no he was the guy who grabbed the bat out of the dugout and gave it to the kid who ran into the who ran into the clubhouse with it <laughs> Because he was on the Royals roster in 1983. Yep. Gave it to the Bat Boy who could run and hide it in the clubhouse only eventually to be caught. Um, if you And if you didn't know, he was retroactively ejected for doing this. <laughs> which, which ended up being the last ejection of his career. <laughs> because later that September, he retired. What? Okay, just what what's a uh what's a retroactive ejection? Like <laughs> so he <laughs> you, um, you shouldn't have so, been here from the first inning. Get out. <laughs> so anyway, history of the pine tar game. Always always fun to bring up on the podcast. So Music is Happy Boy by Kevin McLeod. It's available on incompetech.com under a Creative Commons attribution license. You can tell your friends to listen on Overcast or Apple Podcast or Spotify. They can just search Talkin' and the number two, no G, no space. Can check out our page on Facebook or our award-winning merch on Zazzle. Uh, if you're interested in a shirt with your toddler number on it, let us know. You can leave us a voicemail at 515-ALSO-CPA. That's 515-257-6272. You can stop by and visit us at Casa Johnson 
or at the Tuba City Home Office. There is a uh, Talking to Todd retreat coming up here later on in July. The website is talkingtotod.com. We're not doing a meetup, are we? <laughs> We've been, I, I don't know if you ask anybody. We've been constantly retreating for <laughs> quite a while. Good point. Good point. All right. And you can send your feedback at feedback at talkingtotod.com. Todd? So according to Expedia.com, the top hotels in Spirit Lake, Iowa are Ramada <laughs> by Wyndham, Spirit Lake Okaboji, two and a half stars, the Super 8 by Wyndham, Spirit Lake Okaboji, two stars, and the Travel Lodge by Wyndham, Spirit Lake Okaboji, two stars. And then you get to... Wait, Village West Resort and Hotel. There it is. You know what? I think that's where we stayed. We went, we vacationed. That was our summer vacation for multiple years growing up. I'm pretty sure I've stayed there a few times. Hey, 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 Don and Vaughn, if you go up there, ask them, ask them if they ever found my wallet. I think I left a wallet up there, probably about 83. See, see if they got that for me. Hey. If you can find Todd's wallet, please let us know. <laughs> we'll let you know next week on Talking to Todd. So we're probably not going to get an endorsement deal from the Okaboji Chamber of Commerce. Take they're, them off the sponsor list. Honestly, they're pretty happy with any publicity they can get. <laughs>